0: This is the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup for 12-18-23. Read the news so you don't have to, and in no particular order. The DEA has issued a warning to Georgia regarding its decision to allow pharmacies to dispense medical marijuana, highlighting the conflict with the federal law. Despite Georgia issuing licenses to 23 independent pharmacies for this purpose, the state's Access to Medical Cannabis Commission is unable to supersede the federal directive. This situation has sparked a debate. Supporters of the DEA stance argue that it ensures consumer protection, emphasizing the importance of pharmacies dispensing fully tested and FDA-approved drugs. Meanwhile, opponents of rapid marijuana legalization see this as a significant roadblock. So a man from Seattle, nope, this is not a start of a joke, is charged with orchestrating a complex scheme to attract at least four individuals with promises of gold, then subsequently murdering them and stealing their possessions. He has been in custody for over two years, facing premeditated first-degree murder charges for the death of 44-year-old Brandy Blake, whose body was discovered in a shallow grave. In addition, he is accused of the murders of Michael Goman, who's 59, Vance Lakey, who's 31, and Emilio Martin, who's 36. His trial for Blake's murder is set for next month, and he has yet to enter a plea for the other murder charges. Boston recently marked the 250th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party. A seminal event in American history with a series of reenactments and community gatherings. So did they have white guys dress up as Indians and dump tea in the harbor? Kind of curious. The commemoration paid tribute to the actions of the Sons of Liberty, who famously dumped 92,000 pounds of tea into Boston Harbor as a protest against taxation without representation. The Tea Party escalated tensions significantly, leading to British military rule in the colonies and increasing American resistance to colonial governance. This defiance played a crucial role in the unfolding of the Revolutionary War. The Republican Party of Florida has suspended its chairman, Christian Ziegler, and is seeking his resignation amid a police investigation into a rape allegation against him. This move is supported by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and other high-ranking officials who have also urged Ziegler to step down. In a related development, Ziegler's wife, Bridget Ziegler, who serves on the Sarasota School Board, has been confronted with demands for her resignation as well, though she declined to resign. In fiscal year 2023, the Pentagon faced a significant recruitment shortfall, missing its target by approximately 41,000 recruits. Several factors contributed to this challenge, including a robust economy, a decrease in the number of individuals eligible for military service, and a notable lack of trust in institutions among Generation Z. Additionally, the U.S. Government Accountability Office underscored issues with poor conditions in military barracks, which have adversely impacted the quality of life and readiness of service members, further complicating the recruitment landscape. Cardinal Angelo Belsushi, again, no idea, the highest-ranking official in the Catholic Church's history to face a Vatican criminal court, was found guilty of embezzlement and sentenced to five and a half years in prison. The prosecution's case revealed that Vatican Monsion, again, no idea, and brokers engaged in defrauding the Holy See of tens of millions of euros through excessive fees and commissions and extorted 15 million euros in connection with a London property investment. I'm just wondering, what did the Holy See charge? Because I thought church was free. Additionally, several other defendants, including officials from the Vatican Financial Intelligence Unit, were convicted and received prison sentences for their roles in this extensive financial misconduct. The Quaker Oats Company has initiated a nationwide recall of various granola bars and cereals across the United States, including all 50 of them, and U.S. territories, due to the risk of salmonella contamination. The products involved in the recall encompass granola, oats, cereals, and Quaker Chewy Bars. Consumers in possession of these items are advised to discard them and contact the company's customer support for reimbursement. Smile Direct Club, an online retailer specializing in invisible aligners, has declared bankruptcy and is shutting down its operations, leaving its current patients without ongoing treatment or customer support. Despite the secession of services, the company expects its customers to continue making payments, which has led to significant confusion and frustration among those affected. In light of this closure, patients are being advised to seek alternative treatment options by consulting with local dentists or orthodontist. Or, like, what was their other option? Those, those are it. You were the other option. I'm surprised they're like, hey, we're not going to help you anymore, but continue paying for it. Huh. Speaking of paying, Alex Jones, facing a court order to pay $1.4 billion in damages to the victim's of the Sandy Hook massacre, has proposed a settlement plan to pay just $55 million over a span of 10 years, which is only a fraction of the total amount due. The proposal, which still requires court approval, outlines annual payments of a minimum of $5.5 million for a decade. In response, the families of the Sandy Hook victims have submitted their own proposal, seeking the liquidation of Jones's assets to fulfill the substantial debt owed. As the testimony in Donald Trump's civil business fraud trial came to a close, the judge expressed a sense of nostalgia on the final day. The trial, which has brought to light various aspects of Trump's finances, dealings with lenders, and his political and legal maneuvers, is now moving towards closing arguments scheduled for early January. The judge has already ruled Trump liable for fraudulent statements, a charge Trump denies, arguing that the financial documents in question understated his net worth and contained protective clauses. Notably, the trial has also provided insights into Trump's aspirations for NFL ownership and the intersection of his court appearances with his political campaign schedule. In a landmark legal development, a Tesla driver involved in a fatal crash in 2019 has been ordered to pay over $23,000 in restitution. The case is significant as it marks the first instance in the U.S. where felony charges were brought against the driver using a partially automated driving system. This follows a series of deadly crashes involving Tesla vehicles that have been investigated by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The man, who pleaded no contest to vehicular manslaughter charges, has been sentenced to probation. Concurrently, Tesla faces a major recall of nearly all its vehicles sold in the U.S. And finally, Fort Jackson, South Carolina, has experienced the unsettling occurrence of two drill sergeants being found dead within a span of less than two weeks. Staff Sergeant Zachary Melton, who was 30, from the 1st Battalion, 34th Infantry Regiment, was found deceased in his vehicle on base after failing to report for duty. This follows the earlier discovery of Staff Sergeant Alan Bertram, 34, from the 2nd Battalion, 13th Infantry Regiment, also found dead on base. The causes of death for both sergeants have not been disclosed by the Army, and the incidents are said to be unrelated with no evidence of foul play. The base providing support to the affected units through military chaplains and behavioral health personnel. Fort Jackson is a key training center, graduating around 45,000 trainees annually. Being a drill sergeant is considered a demanding role, often involving long work hours, time away from family, and sleep deprivation. These intense conditions have been acknowledged in studies with a significant percentage of drill sergeants experiencing depression, insomnia, and alcohol abuse. The findings highlight the extreme stress and mental health challenges faced by drill sergeants, with the Marine Corps also reporting high rates of mental health diagnosis and marital difficulties among its drill instructors. Not the greatest story to to end on, but it's still the news, and you need to know about that. We're not going to shy away from... The news, even if it's uh, hard to hear, or especially this time of year, just uh, tragic. So for 12,18,23, this has been the disorderly Show's TLDR news Roundup. We'll talk to you tomorrow.